the city of Providencialis. Here is tonight's Nations Report with Zoya Fessler. Governor and Premier talk about new strategies to combat crime. Jamaica said state for local government elections. Officers killed at police station in latest Pakistan raid. A look at sports and the weather forecast. All those and more right now. Welcome listeners, thank you all for tuning in. It's the start of a brand new work week. It's Monday, February 5th, 2024. Starting from Thursday, the Turks and Caicos Islands saw an increase in gun-related incidents which claimed the lives of four male members of the community and injured innocent bystanders. On Thursday, February 1st, officers of the Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force responded to reports of a shooting at the IBO Plaza on Leeward Highway next to Erancy Agency. Upon arrival, officers confirmed that two males were deceased. Other persons were injured during the incident and had been taken to hospital for further medical treatment. And then on Friday, February 2nd, detectives of the Serious Crime Unit of the Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force responded to a shooting scene in the Glass Shack community. Preliminary reports state that around 8.55 p.m., a call was placed to the police control room informing officers that gunshots were heard at a location in Glass Shack Providenciales. Based on the information received, police officers and medical personnel were dispatched to the location. Upon arrival, officers found the bodies of two males with what appeared to be gunshot wounds. Another male and a female who were in the vicinity of the incident received injuries and were transported for medical treatment. Both incidents remain as active investigations and updates will be given as further information becomes available. The Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force is asking the public to share any videos and any information with detectives at the Serious Crimes Unit at 649-231-1842. You can contact 911 or call Crime Stoppers at 1-800-8477 and give any information anonymously. The team at RTC would like to express our sincere condolences to the families who have lost their loved ones and hope that you can find strength in the Lord during this difficult time. After the incidents which took place, the Premier and the Governor hosted a joint press conference to address crime and national security. On the immediate operational response, they have secured a rapid deployment package with the UK Foreign Commonwealth and Development Office or the FCDO. This includes the deployment within the next seven days of six firearms officers and a firearms commander to provide an immediate boost in tactical manpower. Five investigators are also being deployed to drive forward investigations of the recent incidents to support operations of arrest in bringing those responsible to justice. It's also critical that we build our strategic intelligence-led operations, and therefore the deployment also includes a firearms operations planner and a criminal and intelligence analyst. These individuals are said to expand our capabilities greatly to target resources against the criminal networks. The government has also extended Operation Shepherd for the TCI Regiment to continue to provide operational support to the police and are actively pursuing additional tactical support from regional partners. 
in building longer-term capability and resilience within the Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force. A campaign will be launched targeting experienced tactical officers and serious investigators. In addition, they are working with the FCDO to secure a wider comprehensive package of critical assets to strengthen intelligence and operational tactics. These assets will provide a step change for law enforcement agencies in the fight against organized crime. They are also working to strengthen border security and have secured UK investment in maritime support to improve surveillance capabilities and domain awareness. They continue to work with the US and Canadian law enforcement partners to underpin interdiction operations and enhance resilience. The National Security Council is marshalling a multi-agency effort across law enforcement, immigration, prison, education, social services, health and the judiciary to reinforce efforts to tackle crime, stop its causes and mitigate its effects. This is an end-to-end -end plan to detect, disrupt and dismantle criminal networks with an emphasis on addressing the drivers of crime. And the Office of the Deputy Governor is pleased to announce the appointment of Tisharna Williams as Crown Counsel, effective December 1, 2023. Williams obtained her undergraduate degree with honors in law from the University of Leicester in July of 2018, and in March of 2023, she was awarded a postgraduate diploma in professional legal practice at the University of Law. Deputy Governor and Head of the Turks and Caicos Islands Public Service, Her Excellency Anya Williams, in extending congratulatory remarks to Ms. Williams, stated, quote, Congratulations to Ms. Tasharna Williams on the successful completion of her legal studies and on her official appointment as a Crown Counsel in the Turks and Caicos Islands Attorney General's Chambers. We are committed to strengthening our legal capacity and on improving service delivery across all areas of the public service through the successful recruitment and retention of qualified, competent staff, end quote. And in another appointment, the Office of the Deputy Governor is pleased to announce the appointment of DeMarco Williams as the new Deputy Director of the Survey and Mapping Department, which took effect on January 1, 2024. Williams, a seasoned professional with a remarkable journey within the department, brings a wealth of experience and dedication to his new role. DeMarco Williams commenced his career with the Survey and Mapping Department in 2003 at the age of 18, serving as a junior land information systems officer where he was responsible for filing documents. Demonstrating exceptional drive and ambition, Williams consistently sought more significant challenges and roles within the department. His commitment to professional growth led him to pursue higher education, culminating in the acquisition of a Bachelor of Arts degree in Geographical Analysis with a minor in Sociology from the Toronto Metropolitan Ryerson University in Canada. This educational achievement paved the way for Williams to rise through the ranks, eventually being promoted to assistant director, overseeing the mapping sector where he served for 12 years. Throughout his tenure, Williams exhibited unwavering integrity and technical knowledge. Due to his exceptional qualities, he was periodically appointed as the acting deputy director to further develop his technical and managerial competencies and through which he was able to garner valuable experience in the dynamic survey and mapping industry. Williams is currently enrolled at the University of Technology in Jamaica as he continues to expand his technical knowledge by pursuing a Bachelor of Science degree in land surveying and geographic information sciences. 
Additionally, he is also dedicated to enhancing his managerial expertise and is also pursuing an Executive Master of Business Administration program at Arden University in the United Kingdom. The Deputy Governor and Head of the Turks and Caicos Islands Public Service, Her Excellency Anya Williams, in extending congratulatory remarks to Mr. Williams, stated, quote, Congratulations to Mr. DeMarco Williams on his appointment as the new Deputy Director of the Turks and Caicos Government Survey and Mapping Department. Williams has dedicated over 20 years of service to the Survey and Mapping Department, having worked his way up from an entry-level position to his appointment now as Deputy Director. Williams also serves as the President of the Turks and Caicos Island Civil Service Association and is a champion for public service matters across government. Every time an appointment photo is released, he's often one of the first to celebrate and often expressed his excitement to one day be featured on one of those announcements. This is your time, Mr. President, end quote. Congratulations to both of you on your well-deserved promotions. We wish you all the best in your new roles. And the community of Wheeland is experiencing a remarkable display of urban development as the MP Honorable Kyle Knowles has embarked on installing sidewalks on the Bay Road area. The initiative aims to enhance safety, accessibility and overall quality of life for pedestrians while also promoting a more sustainable and eco-friendly urban environment. We hear now from the MP for Wheeland, Honorable Kyle Knowles, who talks about the initiative and future plans. Um, it's very important that we look after the safety and well-being of our citizens. And one of the things that um, has been brought to my attention is that a lot of times school kids would have to walk in the road when having to, you know, uh, move to and fro. I'm getting to school. Um, this is phase one of the Bay Road sidewalks. Um, there is approximately 1,500 linear feet being um, constructed now, with an additional 1,500 linear feet, um, which will come from which will comprise of um, the first phase. Um, and then, in the next few weeks, we should also see another phase of sidewalks from the Millennium Highway, the gas station that will lead you into phase two. Um, going up the hill. So again, just wanting to address the safety concerns of our citizens um, and also bringing in basic infrastructure, something that I'm really big on. Basic infrastructure gives your communities the facelift that is necessary um, in these modern times. So this is uh, one of the things that I'm very passionate about and that I continue to work with my community in seeing that it gets accomplished. The MP for Wheeland is committed to promoting a safer community one step at a time. That was your local news regional is up next. Cooperation between regional allies and partners resulted in the arrest of four men smuggling nearly 3,000 pounds of marijuana in the Bahamas. The Royal Bahamas Defense Force, the Turks and Caicos Islands and the United States collaborated to apprehend the high-speed vessel near the Ragged Islands in Bahamian waters, according to a news release from the Royal Bahamas Defense Force. The late December 2023 interception was made by the HMBS Kamala Mi, a high-speed patrol boat from the Ragged Island Detachment, with the aid of Operations Bahamas and Turks and Caicos, or OPBAT, personnel. Three Bahamian men and one Jamaican man were arrested.
Upon return to the Coral Harbor base, the men were found to have been transporting 2,908 pounds of marijuana with an estimated street value of almost $3 million. The OPBAT agreement was entered into by the Bahamian, British and U.S. governments in 1982. The governments agreed to cooperate and enhance the ability of the Bahamian government to interdict, prosecute, and convict drug traffickers. And a search and rescue operation was underway last Friday off the coast of Puerto Rico as the United States Coast Guard tried to locate passengers from a capsized migrant vessel. The incident occurred last Wednesday, just 300 yards from Camway's shoreline on Puerto Rico's northwestern Atlantic coast. The United States Coast Guard reported that it rescued 30 survivors, but recovered two bodies. Survivors estimate that the vessel was carrying between 30 to 50 passengers. The Coast Guard did not state where the migrants departed from, but many attempting to reach Puerto Rico by sea are from Haiti and the Dominican Republic. Between October 1, 2023 and January 12, 2024, the United States Coast Guard apprehended 745 Dominicans and 66 Haitians in the Mona Passage and nearby waters. Migrants often brave the treacherous Mona Passage, a narrow stretch of water separating Hispaniola from Puerto Rico in pursuit of a better life. And Jamaica's local government election is to be held on February 26th, local government minister Desmond McKenzie has announced. He made the announcement at a Jamaica Labour Party meeting at the Montego Bay Convention Center in St. James. Nomination day for candidates is set for February 8th. The local government election, which is constitutionally due every four years, was last held in November of 2016. It was due to be held in November 2020, but was postponed as the world was grappling with the COVID-19 pandemic, even though the general election was held in September of that year. It was postponed again in January of 2022 for the same reason of COVID-19. In 2022, for a third time, the local government election was postponed until no later than February 28, 2024. At the time, Minister McKenzie explained that the third postponement would allow the country to continue its post-COVID-19 economic recovery. McKenzie had also noted that the postponement will provide further time to conclude consultations regarding Portmore becoming Jamaica's 15th parish. But in a recent update, Prime Minister Andrew Holness said the law to make Portmore a parish would not be ready before the election was due to happen. The Jamaican government has set aside some $1.7 billion for the local government election. That was a look at Regional News. World News is up next. Nearly 140 people have fallen sick during a gastrointestinal illness outbreak on a three-week Queen Victoria cruise, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or the CDC. The Cunard Cruise Line ship departed Fort Lauderdale, Florida on January 22nd. Overall, 123 passengers and 16 crew members have reported being ill during the voyage as of last Thursday, according to the CDC. The cases are for the entire voyage and do not represent the number of active cases, the agency said. 
The predominant symptoms include diarrhea and vomiting. The cause of the outbreak is unknown. There were 1,824 passengers and 967 crew members on the ship in total. In response to the outbreak, the cruise line and crew have isolated ill passengers and crew and increased cleaning and disinfection procedures according to the ship's outbreak prevention and response plan. The cruise is scheduled to go to San Francisco before ending in Honolulu on February 12th. The CDC's Vessel Sanitation Program is monitoring the situation remotely, including reviewing the ship's outbreak response and sanitation procedures. The CDC logged 14 outbreaks on cruise ships in 2023, mostly caused by norovirus. Medical staff on cruise ships under United States jurisdiction must report gastrointestinal illness cases to the CDC's vessel sanitation program when at least 2% of passengers or crew have a gastrointestinal illness. And militants armed with rockets, guns and grenades attacked a police station in a former stronghold of the Pakistani Taliban in the country's northwest before dawn Monday, killing 10 officers before fleeing the scene. Senior police officer Anis Ul-Hassan said that security forces were working to find and arrest the attackers. The violence came two months after a suicide bomber detonated an explosive-laden vehicle outside a police station in the same district, killing at least 23 troops and wounding 32 others. Monday's early morning violence came ahead of this week's parliamentary elections. And Australian police came to the aid of a three-year-old boy after he became trapped inside a claw machine at a suburban shopping mall. Video of the unusual rescue Saturday was shared on social media by Queensland police last Thursday. It showed the toddler sitting inside the glass-walled box filled with plush toys, blissfully unaware of his predicament. The boy's father, Timothy Hopper, said his son had disappeared into the claw machine's prize dispenser and inside it a split second. The video then shows the officers and the boy's parents encouraging him into a safe corner at the back of the machine and to cover his eyes while the police shatter a glass panel to free him unharmed. The video ends with one of the police officers joking with the boy, saying, you want a prize, which one do you want? That was a look at World News Sports is up next. French soccer superstar Kylian Mbappe will be on the move this summer as he's reportedly agreed to join Real Madrid once his contract with Paris Saint-Germain or PSG ends at the end of the season, according to multiple reports, including La Parisienne and ESPN, citing unnamed sources. Mbappe has been linked to a possible move to the Spanish giants over the last couple of years, but nothing ever unfolded as he remained in Paris. According to ESPN, Mbappe has not informed PSG or Real Madrid of his decision, but is expected to make an announcement next week. 
Last year, the 25-year-old said that he would not renew his contract at PSG, which expires at the end of the 2023-2024 season, when he could leave Paris for free. He is now free to sign a pre-contract agreement with a new club. And Steph Curry exploded for a season-high 60 points on Saturday, but the Golden State Warriors still lost on the road to the Atlanta Hawks, 141-134 to in overtime, despite his efforts. It was Curry's second-ever 60-point game, just too short of his career-best total of 62 points. And he joined Kobe Bryant as only the second player to record such a total aged 35 years or older. But rather than offering a cause for celebration, it ultimately marked yet another milestone in the Warriors' frustrating season as they slipped to a 21-25 record and 12th in the Western Conference. Neither team could pull away from the other at State Farm Arena as the lead changed hands 14 times. Five of those lead changes came in the fourth quarter, during which Curry scored 22 points to keep his team close, before Atlanta's DeJounte Murray scored with 4.6 seconds, remaining in regulation as the game would go into overtime. The Hawks quickly accumulated an 11-point lead in overtime, which proved too much of a deficit to close for the Warriors, despite Curry scoring 8 points in 63 seconds. That was a look at sports. The weather forecast is up next. The general situation for today. A cold front will drift across the Bahamas today, followed by a supporting area of low pressure that will produce severe weather, strong gusty winds, and generate large and dangerous sea swells throughout the country through the middle of the week. Small crop operators and residents throughout the archipelago should be making preparations to secure their boats and loose objects in their yards as we anticipate strong winds to gale force and dangerous sea conditions during the next couple of days. Beachgoers are to refrain from entering the waters due to dangerous rip currents and hazardous surf. Flooding is expected in low-lying and flood-prone areas. Weather for today partly to mostly cloudy with scattered showers and isolated thunderstorms likely. Chance of rain is 60%. Mostly cloudy with periods of scattered showers and thunderstorms tonight. Chance of rain is 80%. Advisory, small crop advisories in effect. Small crop operators should remain in port. Winds, south to southeast at 10 to 20 knots, increasing to 15 to 25 knots. Seas, Set 4 to 7 feet over the ocean, building to 8 feet by this evening. Daytime high temperature, 79 degrees Fahrenheit. Overnight low temperature, 73 degrees Fahrenheit. Extended forecast for the next two days. A strong breeze with gust, gale force, and life-threatening seas are expected throughout the archipelago as the area of low pressure drift eastward near the northeast Bahamas through Wednesday. Residents throughout the Turks and Caicos Islands should monitor the progress of the system as severe weather is expected and rainfall amounts can reach more than one inch per hour. Forecast for Tuesday, partly to mostly cloudy and windy with a chance of scattered showers and isolated thunderstorms. Chance of rain is 60%. Partly cloudy with a chance of scattered showers. Chance of rain is 40%. Small craft 
should remain in port. Winds southwest to west at 20 to 30 knots. Seas 9 to 11 feet over the ocean. Sunrise be at 6.24 a.m. Sunset 5.40 p.m. Forecast for Wednesday. Partly cloudy with isolated showers possible. Small crops should remain in port. Winds west to northwest at 20 to 25 knots. Shifting northerly at 15 to 20 knots. Seas 6 to 8 feet near shore, building up to 13 feet over the ocean. That is a three-day public forecast issued on today, Monday, 5th February 2024 by the Turks and Caicos Islands National Weather Service. Thank you all so much. That wraps up today's weather. Recapping the news, Governor and Premier talk about new strategies to combat crime. Jamaica sets date for local government elections. Officers killed at police station in latest Pakistan raid. Once again, I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to The Nation Station. If you missed today's presentation, you can always visit our website at www.rtc89fm.com or download the RTC app in the Google Play Store. Turks and Caicos, stay safe. Have a good evening. Join us again tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. for another edition of The Nation's Report.